Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep things simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. Because I truly do believe that the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we will naturally desire the things of this world and the easier it will be to live more simply. So thank you for joining me today. I wanted to tackle a subject here called expectation versus reality. And I know that this is something many of you completely understand the second I say it, right? Uh, We have these expectations in our mind of how things should be. And often reality doesn't look that way. Whether we're homeschoolers or, you know, we're kind of having these expectations of how the school day should go and they completely flop. Or maybe we're you know, expecting a family vacation to be this wonderful time away and we come back home and we're like, all we did was fight and, uh, you know, it was terrible or, you know, whatever it is, we all build up these expectations in our mind of how things should be and then we're often hit with reality of how they really are. So I want to delve into that today and I want to actually take it a little bit deeper than just the um, the surface, you know, how things Um, often don't look the way they seem because it's a little bit more than that. So we're going to tackle that subject today. And before we get started, I do want to thank my podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia is an amazing Christian publishing company. They have awesome homeschooling curriculum. We have used it um, practically all 13 years of our homeschooling journey so far, and we have never ever been disappointed, I encourage you to check them out at Apologia.com. So today I want to talk about expectation versus reality. And I recently wrote this Facebook post and kind of this is where I birthed the idea to do this podcast episode because this really deserved more than just a Facebook post. I wanted to expand on this idea, but I wrote, often our lives aren't simple because we live for the expectations we have created in our minds rather than living the moments we have right in front of us. We are chained to the ideals we have conjured up of how things should look how our lives should function, and how the people in them should behave. But that isn't reality. Living for the expectation instead of the life God gave us right this moment clutters up our minds and our lives. We are constantly chasing after the picture of how things should be instead of what God says they are right now. And he wants to walk through the here and now with us, even if it isn't ideal, because that is how we grow closer to him. God wants us to live life in front of us for his glory right now, not someday. Someday is right now. You will free up your mind and your life when you eliminate the distraction of expectation. So that is what I wrote over there on Facebook. And I really want to talk about not just the expectation versus reality part, because there's that visual part of that, the, um, you know, how we want things to look a certain way and they often don't, right? We want our homeschool room to be perfect. And when the day, the end of the day comes, we look around and it's, you know, quite a disaster. Or we, you know, plan like a great big family 
outing and we think it's going to be so great and by the end of the day everybody's just fighting (laughs) and reality never quite lives up to the expectation so there's that especially in our visually saturated society we all have these expectations I think like to the max now um, because we are surrounded by all of these images that show us how we you know how we want things to look and um, you know, so it's much more, though, than just like this visual expectation versus reality. I really think that expectations don't allow us to live simply because they are cluttering up our minds. I really believe the expectation is a distraction. Did you ever look at it that way, that your expectations can become a distraction? They become a distraction from what is right in front of you right now. And now, you know me, I talk about things on here all the time because I've, that I've been through, right? Like, I'm not going to get on here and talk about something that I haven't had any sort of um, personal <laughs> interaction with. So the reason I'm even doing this topic is because I'm not here to be like, oh, I'm reprimanding you. No, I have been through this, and this is something I've learned. And I was thinking a lot about lately, um, especially with social media. I believe it's creating so much mental clutter. You know, I've had whole podcast episodes about that topic. Um, but one of the things it's creating is it's a distraction. I don't think we often look at expectations as distractions, you know, um, but they really are. They are distracting us from the real here and now and the life that is right in front of us. And so, like I said, I've done this, so which is why I'm talking about it. In the beginning of my homeschooling journey, and whether you're a homeschooler or not, you'll totally relate to this on some level, I am sure. But in the beginning of my homeschooling journey, I often talk about when I speak at homeschooling conventions that I often spent in the early years of homeschooling, I would say like year two and three, I spent more time planning my homeschool I feel like than actually homeschooling like I was completely living for this expectation and it was a distraction and it was making me not live simply at all because it was just adding all this burdensome um stuff to my mind and to my heart and it was just cluttering up the true things that I needed to be focused on, right? Early on in my homeschool journey, I needed to be focused on my kids, building a relationship with them, um, you know, building our homeschool foundation. I needed to be, uh, you know, in the word more than ever because we were starting out on this new journey and I needed to be clinging to the Lord. And you know who I was clinging to? Google and the internet and the people that were, you know, that I would meet in my life that were homeschooling and I was clinging to everybody else and creating all these expectations in my mind of how homeschooling should look. I was, you know, looking at the internet and, you know, even, and back then, praise the Lord. I didn't have Facebook till a few years in. Praise the Lord. Instagram didn't exist or Pinterest um, because I just merely had like, you know, websites. (laughs) I didn't even have social media. I don't, I don't know. I would have been frozen and paralyzed 
um, you know, with with all of those things because I would have been like, oh my word, I don't know what I'm doing. I was like that already as it was, you know. All I had to do was go to the local homeschool group and see the other moms and think everyone was perfect and I was a failure. And, you know, I didn't need to have Facebook or Instagram and all that. But I really felt like I was constantly planning. Like I was reading everything I could about homeschooling. I was researching everything I could about homeschooling. And that's all good. Of course, it's good to research and read and gain knowledge. There's a difference between researching and reading to gain knowledge and starting to research and read to gain knowledge all the time that you're not even doing the thing you're researching and reading your knowledge on. So (laughs) here I was constantly, you know, planning what I wanted our homeschool to look like. Meanwhile, I have these little kids. They need me. And I, I really do regret. I can clearly remember in our old home, sitting at my desk some afternoons, like, I just want the baby to be quiet so I could be here on the internet looking up my homeschool stuff. Or I just, you know, wish the kids would go do something in the other room and leave me alone so I can go look at this stuff. Or the kids are in there playing and I'm giving them a glance halfway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, as I'm still looking at my research. And, you know, that is so sad to me because those were the years that they needed me looking them in the eye And not to say I never did. I'm not trying to say like I was a horrible mom and all I did was sit on the internet. I'm just, you know, I'm trying to (laughs) explain some of the downfalls I had. But clearly, obviously, I was spending time with my kids. I promise you I wasn't just like researching. But there were times I can remember like being so wrapped up in researching curriculum. I mean, hours and hours and so wrapped up in trying to find the perfect method and system and planner that I wasn't building the relationship with them. So I was clearly distracted by my expectations when life was going on right in front of me. And no amount of planning or researching or reading was going to be any more um, helpful to me at the time than just getting to know my kids in these early years of homeschool. And just building that foundation and quite honestly, being in the word would have been much more fruitful than researching online. You know, I always say choose God over Google and it's okay to choose Google. Choose God first so that when you go to Google, you're not overwhelmed with all of the information because you're filled up on God and his truth and everything that you read and research will be filtered out and filtered through the word of God and the truth. And so you don't really feel the need to like, you know, scroll endlessly when you are filled up on truth. So anyway, I really believe that the expectations that we set in our minds are a huge distraction. And when we look at it that way as a distraction, something that's distracting us from our true purposes and from the life that is, you know, happening right in front of us, that's a red flag. 
Of course, we all are going to have expectations of how things should be, or we're all going to, you know, want to um, make sure that, you know, if we're homeschooling or whatever we're doing, parenting or in our marriage, that we are, um, you know, trying to do our best in that by perhaps getting help or advice or researching or whatever it is. So I think that for many of us, like I said, myself included, it doesn't just have to be with homeschooling. It can be with anything. You know, we have expectations that, you know, someday things will get better. Or when I, you know, I remember for me, it was when I married, then my life will fall into place. And then I was married and it was like, okay, when I have the first baby, then everything, you know, I'll be happy. And then I had that first baby. And then it was when I have the next baby. And, you know, <laughs> you're always on to these things. We shouldn't be living for someday. It's almost like the future is distracting us from the now. We're living for the future. We're living for the expectation instead of what is going on in our life right now. And the truth is, God is working in our life right now for a reason and a purpose. And he doesn't want us to take our eyes off of that and putting it into, you know, um, the future of uh, I'll be more content when, or I'll be happy when, or I'll be satisfied when. Because the truth is, God is here right now, in the here and now, and he wants to work in us and through us and be evident in our lives right here and right now, even when they're not meeting our expectations, even when our life is completely feeling like it's spiraling out of control. God is in that, and he's sovereign in every detail. And when we take our eyes off of the ideals that we have in our head of how it should be and put them on how it is, right now that is where you connect with god the most right and and you you get to grow knowing you grow closer to him knowing that he is there right now in every detail you know we often are chasing after these pictures of how we think things should be right i remember early on in my homeschooling years reading a lot of homeschooling books and parenting books and um you know books on how to be a better christian and all these things you know and i had these ideas in my head like we should look a certain way and dress a certain way and i gotta make my own bread and you know i have to uh be this certain way because that's what a homeschool family looks like and you know there's all these rules and things and you have to follow and quite honestly that kind of makes me mad I feel like I was robbed a little bit because I wasn't I wasn't present you know what I mean I was constantly like thinking I, I, I can't explain it but living for this thing in my head and so when the kids didn't look like they were supposed to, these perfect children, or when the home, our house, didn't, you know, seem as orderly as it was supposed to, or when I myself would let myself down that maybe I snapped at the kids or I um, didn't follow through in the homeschool, you know, curriculum or I messed up or my husband didn't say the right things or he wasn't acting like those homeschool dads are supposed to act, you know. 
we are creating such a um, a lie in our minds because God tells us his expectations for us in his word. And that's the number one place we should be going, right? And seeking him daily. And the more we're reading his word, the more we are in his word. We don't need all those books and things out there to tell us what to do and how we should look and how we should act. My mission here at Simply Living for Him will always be to point you to Jesus. You know, I don't need people to come on here and listen to how I do things. You don't want to follow my organization systems. Trust me. (laughs) You don't want to follow the way I do things, right? My mission will always be to say, this this is not about, you know, following Karen DeBuse and what she does. This is about Karen DeBuse telling you to follow God and what he says. And I have to tell you, I've been reading my Bible today. I was just on fire. Fire. Reading the Life Application Study Bible, I've had that Bible for years, haven't really used it a lot in years. I was so wrapped up in those commentaries, so just um, like just loving it. I mean, I can't even express it in words. How fired up I get when I read God's word and I see the intricacies of the details, how things are woven together, how it is an impossibility that that this book could ever like be wrong like you just see all the things the prophecies the um the way things line up i mean th- this is for a whole other episode too but i just get so on fire about that and but what i'm th- thinking as i'm reading that i'm thinking who wants to be on social media when i have this Who wants to, you know, go read books about blah, blah, blah? When I have this book, who needs to watch Mindless TV? When I have this, this is like so amazing. And I thought to myself, why do I not do this more? And, you know, quite honestly, I do read the Bible daily and I do spend time with the Lord. And you all know that. You know I love the Lord. But I also spend my fair amount of time on the internet, my fair amount of time, you know, watching TV shows on Hulu with my kids, which, believe me, we don't watch that much. So at night, as a family, we watch a few shows. But what I'm saying is, I can easily, you know, um, fritter my time away. And I'm just like reading his word today. And I'm like, ah, why do I like spend my mind, let my mind go on useless things? Who needs any, I don't need anyone else to tell me anything because I got God speaking to me in this book. And so... That, to me, is where my mind should be. And, you know, just, I can get so caught up, especially as a writer, a speaker, you know, whatever words you want to use, blogger. I don't feel like I'm a blogger at all because I really don't hardly blog anymore, but I don't know. I don't like to use any of those words. I really just like to be an encourager and, you know, I just want to be me who, you know, points people to Jesus, but... It's very easy to start like, you know, going on your Instagram or going on your Facebook and seeing like, oh, they're doing so much with their ministry. Why am I not doing more with mine? Or, oh, you know, they're doing so much in their homeschool. Why am I not doing more with mine? Or, oh, they're doing so much with their family. They're going on these trips. Why aren't we doing more of that? I mean, how many of you out there, I can guarantee most of us have had this happen, like where you're scrolling through something and, or you don't even have to be on the internet. You could just be talking to somebody, 
at church, right? But you you just all of a sudden you hear about something somebody else has done and you get this thing in your head like, oh, we should do that. And then you start researching it and you start thinking about it and it's in your head and da-da-da-da. And like because of our social media saturated world, I feel like it's out of control. Like my mind can go from one thing to the next. Oh, we should be doing that. Oh, we should be doing this. Oh, we should be doing that. And the days that I'm just like, leave my phone up in my room, I don't bring it downstairs, and my computer's off upstairs, and I'm just like downstairs with my kids, hanging out outside with the goats, enjoying our simple life here, totally not distracted, totally focused on God and my family and talking to him. I've been talking to him so much lately and being like, Lord, I mean, this is me daily with him. Lord, just show me, show me today how to, you know, minister. Show me how to serve. Help me to be humble because I certainly need it. Help me to be peaceful because I need that. Help me not to, you know, be um, cranky because I, I need that. You know, all these things. I'm like, Lord, just help me to be the person that, you know, Christ in me. Help me to live how you want me to live. Like, let me take my eyes and my mind off of all the things that are cluttering it up and all the expectations that I develop in my mind of how my ministry should be, how my family should be, how my house should be, how my homeschool should be. Help me to take all of those away and just focus on how you want me to be, Lord. Because face it, I am not living for expectations. Like I'm living for the life that the Lord has given me each day. Not one breath is ever promised. And how dare I take the precious breaths that he has given me and waste them on other things. Waste them on things that he's not leading me in, right? Maybe someone else is doing all these great things in their ministry, but that's not where God is leading me. Or maybe someone else's, you know, children are involved in all these activities, but that's not where he's leading me. Or maybe someone else's husband is doing this and that, but that's not where he has led my husband. So expectations are not truth. There are a whole bunch of things we put in our minds of how it should be when all we need to do is simply live our lives for him and let him live in us and through us. And I truly believe if we could let go of the expectations that we are creating, and like I said, I believe it's getting worse and worse. I'm sure back in Little House on the Prairie, Ma had expectations of how life should be, right? Because she was, you know, looking at the ladies at church and maybe she wanted their bonnet or their pie recipe or she wanted their kids to, you know, work as hard as the others, right? We, ha- I'm sure this has gone on since the beginning of time. Look at Eve, right? We all do it. So I know this has gone on, gone on since the beginning of time and I know that I'm sure people have always struggled with, you know, having these high expectations of how things should be. But the reality is, these days, we are bombarded, and it's making our minds so cluttered. And I just want to get back to that simple life where it's like, me, God, my family, 
And God, you tell me what to do. Let my expectations come from the reality that God is the one in control. Oh, if I could live that way, right? That my expectations are not based on the things I've conjured up in my mind, but on his truth and his plans for my life. Let his leading be my reality and not the expectations that I make in my mind. Because face it, we are all let down in the end by our expectations. Most times we have created expectations that can't be met and then we are met with that reality of how things really look. But what about if that reality, you know, of how things really look is exactly how God wants it for you in that moment? Right? Say you have this expectation of a perfect homeschool day and you have all these things planned and you have, you know, the crafts planned and the experiments planned and you're going to sing songs and, you know, you have that beautiful day planned and it doesn't go that way, right? It completely falls apart from the get-go and the children are arguing and the crafts, you know, spill all over the floor. The experiments don't work out. The kids are crying and you're just like, what happened? guess what? What if you look at that and say, okay, God, what are you trying to teach me in this? Oh, this is cool. It didn't work out, but hey, God is going to work through this. Now, I know none of us are in the middle of a bad day and we're like, this is cool. God is working in us. But what if we embraced our reality? Oh my goodness. What if we embraced our reality for what it is and why God is allowing that reality so he can work through it and we can get closer to him. Isn't that amazing? So even when the day falls apart, you can be thankful in the end because God allowed that for a purpose. And most of the time it's because he wants to teach us and grow us and we become closer to him. And then we realize we do nothing in our own strength apart from him expectations often put a lot of pride in us because it's the expectation of what we can do and of all the things that we want to accomplish. Well, I talked about this in the beginning of the year for New Year's, you know, the resolutions. What if it's not about our plans and our goals? What if it's about how does God want to work through me this year? How does God want to work through this day? Because then, good good day or bad day, you look at it and say, this was God's way, right? So what if you change your whole mindset from these expectations to the reality of how God wants it to be so that you can learn, you can grow, and ultimately He works through you and you're not the one trying to chase after expectations. And let's just talk a minute for the one and only expectation that we really should be focused on. We have our hope in Christ and the expectation of what is to come one day. That is our ultimate expectation. That is the one we keep our eyes on. And that is the one that fuels us. Not these Instagram perfect pictures. Not these Pinterest perfect ideals. We focus on the only one true expectation, eternity. And then we put our eyes on the here and now and say, What am I doing for eternity? 
forget all these little details of how the house looks and, you know, having the perfect this and that. What am I doing with my life for God? What am I doing with every breath that he has given me? I don't waste those breaths on anything, but on the purposes that God has created me for. And that is the ultimate um, expectation, right? That God has created us for a purpose, for a plan, to build his kingdom, kingdom here on earth so that ultimately we will be with him one day in heaven. That is the only expectation we live for. And then that affects how we live here on earth. And gone are those perfect little pictures in our head of how things should be. And gone are those perfect ideals in our mind. And we replace it with every detail today is yours, God, good, bad, or ugly. And I am going to focus on you through it all. You know, so many of us can just waste our time and our lives thinking about, I want my kids to be a certain way. Okay, we're supposed to have family Bible time every night and it doesn't work out. We're supposed to go on a family trip and it doesn't work out. We're supposed to plan a wedding and it doesn't, you know, the details don't, you know, we can't afford the details we want. Or, you know, my child's supposed to go off to college, but it didn't work out. I mean, you can substitute anything in this, right? We make these expectations for all these life events, for all these, you know, grand ideas we have of how things should be, we're getting in the way of how God wants it to be right now. We should wake up every morning and say, God, what do you want to do with this day today? And I'm not saying that we shouldn't have plans. We shouldn't think about our future. We shouldn't want a nice wedding. I'm not saying that, so please don't write me and say, but we want a nice wedding. (laughs) You know, you don't want... There's certain expectations, yes. And I think you guys, you know what I'm talking about, right? Of course, let's use the word. I'm trying to... I want you to understand what I'm talking about. When I talk about expectations, I'm talking about those big expectations, right? Of course, you have expectations of how your kids are supposed to behave um, and there's standards. So, yes, we are supposed to obviously think about those things. But I think you guys will get my point here. I'm talking about the ideals, the expectations that we create in our mind that are distracting us from the here and now, right? We spend a lot of time, a lot of mental energy, maybe even physical energy, trying to achieve this ideal in our minds most of the time brought about I think now by this social media saturated world that we are forgetting to keep our eyes on God we can live a more simple life if we would get rid of all those distractions that are taking us away from our true purpose in life to know God to make him known to know and love the Lord above all else so I hope that was somewhat clear. I feel like, you know, sometimes I get these ideas like I, I just want to talk about that on the podcast. And then afterwards, I'm like, did I did I get it out the way I had planned? Because quite honestly, I was telling somebody about this at the homeschool convention last week. Um, when I podcast, I literally sit here and just like talk to myself. I mean, I feel like I'm talk. I know I'm talking to people, but I don't have an outline. I don't have notes. I just have a topic and I go with it. So I feel like I'm sitting here with a friend, uh, 
sip and a cup of coffee and I would hope you would feel the same listening on the other end. If you have enjoyed this podcast, if it has blessed you in any way, I would love to hear from you. Comment, send me an email, comment on the Instagram, on the Facebook, wherever you're seeing this, let me know. Also, if you could rate and review the podcast if it has blessed you and you could rate it and review it where you're listening to it over there on iTunes. Um, that would be wonderful because that helps get my message out there to more people. And if you could share it with your friends, I am so thrilled that this podcast, um, by the time you're listening to this, we will have probably hit our 100,000 plays um, on the podcast. It has been played 100,000 times and we, I am ecstatic about that. I mean, I really thought in the beginning when I was making this podcast that no one was listening. So it really blesses me um, to know that this podcast has grown so much and has been listened to all around the world every single day all around the world. People are listening to the Simply Living for Him podcast. So I thank you for sharing it with your friends and for continuing to listen. I would love to hear from you. If you have ideas for future episodes, please let me know because I always want to talk about what you want to hear. You know, are there things you struggle with? Um, are there things that you want to hear more about that we um, do over here, like with the little hobby farm or homeschooling or whatever it is? You know, my, my passion is to really uh, point people to Jesus and to... Um, have families see the transforming work of Jesus and to know him, to make him known, and to get families in the word. I have seen how our family has been transformed by the Bible. That has become a new passion, of, not a new passion, but that has become more fueled passion recently in really wanting to um, encourage families because this culture is in a downward spiral and we need families to be passing down the truth of God's word. And that's why I created the Bible-based homeschooling e-course. I would love for you to check it out. We have so many people that have signed up so far for the Bible-based homeschooling e-course. So go check it out at simplylivingforhim.thinkific.com. And also one more thing, if you will be attending Teach Them Diligently, Next week, I will be in Waco, Texas, April 11th to the 13th, and in May, Denver, Colorado, from May 23rd to the 25th. Come and see me at a session. Come and stop me in the hallway. I would love to meet you. I was thrilled in Arkansas. So many people came up to me to tell me that they listened to the Simply Living for Him podcast, and that was very exciting. So um, if you will be at one of those conventions, please come say hello. If you have not registered for the convention, but you would like to go, I will put the link to that in the episode webpage. Also, if you are not a homeschooling family, you should still go to Teach Them Diligently. This, these conventions are about so much more than just homeschooling. It's about discipleship. They're gospel-oriented. They're for the whole family. They have tons of sessions on marriage, parenting, families, um, you know, besides homeschooling. So in Denver, I believe the keynote is Kirk Cameron. So if you are like me, you know, an 80s, 90s girl, you will definitely want to go and uh, check out Kirk Cameron as the keynote speaker. I've seen him speak before and uh, he's he's really great. And also um, in Texas next week, I believe they have Vadi Bakla. So I would love to see you there. Um, and like I said, the information is on the website for this podcast episode. And um, like I said, comment on the Facebook page, on Instagram, and just let me know how you are trying to get rid of distractions such as expectations in your life. And until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy.